everybody, I'm Jim Ford. I'm Dan Kurtzke. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 83. Yes. Now, it's number 83, but supposedly it is... How many episodes are we at, Dan? I believe this makes 100 things we put on the internet. <laughs> yes, not not counting the, the contest like update thing that we threw into the feed once. Because um, I, I, don't, I don't think that counts. It's a gray area. <laughs> that's that's like something that I think you probably were very much against putting out. Was it? I think so. I think you were like, let's just wait for the episode. And I'm like, no, we can't wait. We have to that get these like contests me. out sooner. That sounds like me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're not counting that. So this is 100 episodes that we have put out as the Lantern cast. It's not episode 100. It's just uh, a minor little achievement that we were happy to announce. Yay! Hooray! Yes, um, thanks to uh, John Godwin for being the one to point it out and do all the counting for us, because we don't like numbers here at the Lantern Cast. No, or research for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we were actually in the core, there'd be we'd po- constantly be going into other people's sectors, and they'd be like, "Why are you? Why are you patrolling here? Is, is this is Sector Four Eight Three? We'd be like, "Don't." bother me with your numbers <laughs> i like to think that the ring would let me know i would mute mine <laughs> oh, so you actively don't want to know yeah i would i would have my ring like redirect all of its its number based reminders to my cell phone and then i would just leave my phone on earth <laughs> and turned off and in the backyard Okay, so uh, I don't know, we got a bunch of things to talk about tonight, but first let's talk about this uh, sneak peek of Green Lantern and Emerald Knights, and I'll preface this by saying that there's going to be spoilers for you know what's to come, but uh, you know I don't think it's going to ruin anything. Nah, not really. So you saw this video? I did. You were the one that posted it. I was. <laughs> I saw it after that. Yeah, as you're listening to this, this is like 15 minutes after I put this up on our Facebook page. <laughs> I, I spotted it, and I'm like, ooh, let's talk about this. This entire episode came <laughs> came from that. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, so, like, two things that strike me, like, right off the bat. First, we're going to get the introduction of Mogo, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And I think it's actually going to be based off of Mogo Doesn't Socialize. That's true, the Alan Moore story. And uh, the other thing was uh, Henry Rollins. Now, I like Henry Rollins. Is he the voice of Kilowog? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, I've seen him do, like, I don't know, stand-up or whatever, where he gets really angry and he's just kind of, like, shouting, and he has a really gruff voice. And then they have the preview for Green Lantern Emerald Knights, and he's basically just talking in a regular voice, and that's Kilowog. Kilowog sounds basically like just a regular guy. Yeah, I don't like that. I hate that. I like I I have no idea who did it, but I loved the first flight Kilowog. He sounded like not normal, if that's a good description, but it's like he he sounded like he wasn't like a normal five-foot-tall human being. Yeah, I don't remember the voice. Yeah. Well, if we ever do a commentary on that movie, like, uh, <laughs> everybody seems to want us to, and I keep pushing you to, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, eventually. Oh, you know, yeah, eventually. like, I actually, you know, way back when, I think you actually started a thread as far as who do you picture in your mind when you read these voices? Would I? Because I don't really picture anybody. Oh, somebody posted it. And this this is like I think this was like years ago, but uh, I, I I picture like when when they're getting down to these animated type things or even the movie, for the voice of Kilowog, I picture Brad Garrett, who is the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, like he has he he just has like that perfectly deep voice. Like that's exactly what like I want to picture. When I'm listening to Kilowog, because Kilowog is like, I don't know, like eight feet tall, like this hulking monster of a creature. 
he shouldn't sound like, oh, hi, you know, my name's Kilowog. <laughs> Come on. Come on, boozers. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Like, you know, give him, give him, like, a lot of volume, and you gotta, like, you gotta, like, digitally play with it if, if it's just gonna be a regular guy. Yeah. Henry Rollins, is, he, he isn't cutting it for me. Or, like, <laughs> just have everybody cut him off as he's about to start speaking, so he gets out, like, half a syllable and somebody interrupts him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, another thing was, like, I, originally when I first started hearing about who was being cast, I didn't realize that it was going to be in the same animation style as First Flight. Yeah, I didn't either, but I, it kind of makes sense for them to do that, I guess. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I like yeah. the animation style. Yeah, and I mean, this is, I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those where it's technically a sequel to First Flight, but it won't really matter if you saw First Flight. Right, but that's like that. That's the issue. Like, if it's done in the same animation style, then how come they didn't try and get the same voices from the first one? Maybe they did, but couldn't, you know? I, well, I mean, we talked to, you know, Chris Maloney, and he, yeah, was, but... he was totally interested in doing Hal Jordan again. Do, do you really think he was? <laughs> I think he was. I actually think that he was. And not that I have anything against Nathan Fillion. I, you know, I, I probably would have, you know, if somebody said, it's like, okay, who would you want for First Flight? you know, Hal Jordan, not knowing that Chris Maloney was going to be it, you know, Nathan Fillion, okay, yeah, I would have chosen him. Like, he's he is a good choice. It's just odd that they would switch over like that for, like, the main character. Yeah. Like, I, I understand how they didn't want to go with, like, the same voice for Superman in all of their animated Superman movies, which, I, from what I'm hearing, didn't work out too well for them on the uh, All-Star Superman. Oh, I haven't... Actually, I haven't heard anything about the All-Star Superman yet. The only thing that I'm hearing... Like, I'm hearing, like, lots and lots of good things, except for the cast, like, the voice cast. Like, the the, the Superman voice, they say, is just, like, completely emotionless. Hmm. But, um... Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so I, I can understand, like, not wanting to go with the same Superman as with the, you know, the original animated series. Um, was it Tim Daly or something like that? Some of the... He's, he's the guy from Wings, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in there. You know, like, I don't know, with the same style, I would have I would have imagined they would have tried to go with the same voices. Yeah. Talking about characters for a second, I thought it was interesting, like, we kind of... We pretty, we pretty much nailed, like, what almost all of these things are... All of these stories are going to be in this thing. Like, right down to the stuff, like, they didn't... Like, they showed, like, like a half a second of, like, Lara, and I'm like... And we're like, oh, there's, there's going to be that ta- that uh, Green Lantern Corps quarterly issue, yep. And, and then, like, they're in the background of this thing. I saw that issue just kind of float by <laughs> very slowly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we pulled from this one. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I saw there was one thing in here. Actually, it showed up multiple times in this, um, this special feature thing that as soon as I saw it, I said, oh my god, and I put my hand to my temple. How do you feel about us apparently getting some form of an animated uh, Kilowog training day with Ermi? Oh, god. Yeah. (laughs) With the voice of Henry Rollins as Kilowog. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's... (laughs) I'll watch it once. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I couldn't, I'm like, I'm like, all right, maybe that was just like a general, like generic stock comic panel or something they put on But no, then they kept throwing up different panels and pages from that same story all throughout the damn thing. I'm like, oh, damn it, it's definitely going to be there. <laughs> they even gave like part of the reading of Henry Rollins from that scene. Oh, that was from the sea. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's ironclad. It's in there. Oh my god, the worst thing to happen to Kilowog in his entire publication history. Well, and that's the one story they zero in on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it, it was such a cliched story. That's like such a a low light 
from, you know, the, you know, Gleason and, uh, God, I can never remember his name. Tomasi? Tomasi, yeah, Tomasi's writing. That was a low point in, in his, his run. Yeah. Well, this was, um, this was, was that Gleason? Uh, yeah, I don't know, was, but I, I wouldn't even blame think, Gleason. Yeah, no. I think this, uh, this was from Tales of the Core, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. God, they should just make an adaptation of that. That would sell some copies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Please, now. Now, okay, so so two interesting things near the end. You see a clip of the Sinestro Corps really quick. Yes, like one frame. Yes. And right near the end, I don't know if you picked up on it, and I'm interpreting it as something. I don't know if this is actually the case. But it looks damn well like Ganthet is about to grab a blue ring. Is that that, um, where it's, it's like a shot of him, like his face and like he's, there's like a, a sideways ring coming up right in front of yes. him kind of thing? Yeah, and like a blue glow. I saw that. I thought that was green. I, it well, it, it looked, it looked blue to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I heard something about Blackest Night. Yeah, something like, like from the... There's there's gonna be a, one of the stories adapted is gonna be the tale of the first Green Lantern ever, and it said something like like from the days of the first Green Lantern to the events of the Blackest Night or something like that. Yeah. So. Which I'm actually looking forward most probably to the uh to that one the first Green Lantern because that's definitely like that's been in print but I don't think I've ever read that one actually. I know I've not read it. It was like a flashback story from... I forget where it even was. Was that in... <sighs> it was not Tales of the Core. Or no, the... Uh, quarterly. Green Lantern Core Quarterly. It definitely was not in there. But I think it was a similar, you know, let's go to the Book of Boa kind of story. But It, it wasn't... Wait a second. Was that the Green Lantern giant size with uh, uh, Raker Quaragot and Kyle Rayner? No, no, no. Because uh, that took place really early on. And I think they no. might have, like, that That was, like, right right during the initial uh, membership drive. That's true, but I think, I think the story itself that, at least the one I'm thinking of, was, like, it was just physically published earlier. Mm. I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll check uh, it out. Yeah, we don't. Uh, no, yeah, they did give a release date for this. This is like a week, a week after the uh, live action movie. I think this comes out, right? Um, I don't know. Either they're a week before or a week after. A week before would make sense. Yeah. Give people an introduction, and whatnot. That way, if that way, if if the movie sucks, people will will be like, "Haha, you already bought the DVD." Yeah. Ah. Suckers. <laughs> Oh man. So let's see. We talked about Emerald Knights. Um, there's a ton of Green Lantern merchandise still being advertised. They have Green Lantern wall posters now. Oh god, those are so. First of all, are you just reading all of my Facebook updates and making? <laughs> well, I, actually, I posted this on Twitter like uh, yesterday. Ah, uh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. They look bad. They look so over photoshopped. It's all like, it's just really like there's one that's just kind of a picture of Hal Jordan with some geometric shapes kind of floating around. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's supposed to be some kind of sci-fi looking diagram, except there's just there's just not enough physically there on the page. And... Yeah. I, I don't know. It's nice that we're getting the stuff. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to buy posters anyway. But it, it's weird that these are coming from NECA. Yeah, what is that? I, like, the NECA license, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, first off, we're getting posters. And I think we're getting, like, some mugs and things like that. Hmm. And, okay, like a Green Lantern mug, I can see. But then one of the other things is that light-up ring that projects the Green Lantern symbol up to 50 feet away. 
Oh, the ring that's like as tall as a roll of quarters. Yeah, it's it's like you're strapping a, a roll of quarters <laughs> to your to your finger, and you know, not not in the comfortable way. It'd be like sticking straight out. <laughs> they're the they're the people. They're the design geniuses that are making these posters. That actually makes more sense. <laughs> that they're making these posters. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's they could be better. Want to do some feedback? Sure. Should we do... I'll tell you, I have two, three emails here. Let's let's do this one short email, then we'll do a voicemail, and then we'll do some other emails. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm going to do this in order of their corresponding episodes. So people are starting to write in about specific episodes. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Oh, God. All right. All right, this one is directed, I think, squarely at you. Uh, this is from Craig Skinner. I think he posts as Bold New Direction on the forums. Uh, he says, More drunk episodes! <laughs> okay, listen from Ep1, just finishing uh, just finishing 67. My decree, give us more drunk episodes! Exclamation points abound. Yeah, after the last drunk episode, like, it's not that I've completely cut out alcohol, but, like, I have cut back so much... Like, that was probably the worst I've ever felt in my life. (laughs) You missed work the next day. I did. I missed work the next day, and, like, we recorded on a Thursday. Friday, I was out sick, completely sick. And then Saturday and Sunday, I was still feeling sick. Like, I I didn't start feeling better until, like, half the way through Monday. It was horrible. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) don't hold your breath on more drunk episodes from me. Um, yeah, and I've never been drunk. Yeah, I don't really intend to be, so that's out. Um, I I may get like buzzed for an episode down the line, but uh, yeah, it's gonna definitely be uh, not nearly as much as I drank last time because that, oh god, that was the worst feeling ever. I finally get you to do that damn DVD commentary. <laughs> You'll probably show up wasted. That's yeah, uh, that's actually not a bad idea. Hal Jordan, where's Olivia? You solved crimes with Olivia. Where'd she go? <laughs> uh, Hal Jordan, why did they make you do this? This is stupid. I feel bad for you, Hal Jordan. <laughs> they, they put the thing in the battery. What's, what's it doing in there? <laughs> what's the green element? <laughs> I think my drunk voice sounds vaguely like a Mario impression. <laughs> it's me, Drunk Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's play a voicemail. Hi, yeah, I'm calling about uh, episode 81 uh, in regards to Blackest Night One Shot and the Animal Man story. The after doing some uh, pulling up here of my own, um, I noticed that all those animals that were there were. It seemed to me a connection to Buddy from previous episodes, because you were talking as far back as the uh, mid-'80s, in which case he was in the wildlands, you know, uh, the prehistoric lands pretty much there, trying to escape. And so he took the traits of certain uh, prehistoric animals while there to escape. And also various, various other times where he's met stranger animals in his series, and I can only confirm, say, a handful of them, but uh, from the few issues that I that I went through. But otherwise, then I said, well, okay, stands to reason if there wasn't a connection of some kind, then they maybe they did bring back uh, specifically back like the certain saber tooth and the uh, mastodon um, because they're from previous stories in the past. So it wasn't random characters brought back say random animals i think they're all connected to buddy in some way so there was a deeper story in there so i just wanted to kind of uh bring that out and you know go ahead and let you guys uh look at that up you know because i was you know james and stuff making sure that uh that he has a chance to edit that in if he can because i just think that uh didn't, didn't give buddy enough credit thanks bye Okay, so uh, I guess uh, after hearing that information, I have to say, Dan, um, suck it. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like the... I like two things. One, I like the fact that... I forgot what I was going to say. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's a cool... It's a cool detail that, like, those are all actually animals that he had... Mm-hmm. He had in... Like, encountered in previous stories. That's that's really... That's like... I don't, I don't know if every single one of the animals stampeding at him was, but the fact that they did that at all is really cool. Still don't like the story. <laughs> but I def I like that that little nugget for eagle eyed Animal Man fans. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely pretty cool. I, I had no idea. Like I have very little knowledge of, you know, old Animal Man stories. But uh if they actually did, you know, do the research and make the connection like that, uh that's very cool. Now I mean like for me though just getting to see a bunch of extinct mammals was pretty awesome anyway. So I was cool with it on that level also. Yeah. Okay. We have another. All right. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Another email. (laughs) Do it. Oh my God. I got so thrown off. We haven't done voicemails in so long. God. (laughs) Um, I feel like we've had to figure out how to pronounce this guy's name before. Daud. Fakwu. <laughs> Did, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, anyway. You should be sorry. Episode, well, maybe. You know what? No, because this, this one's at me. So this is in regards to episode 78 when we talked about the, uh, the atrocitous spotlight issue or the rage entity. It says, Dan, no, the butcher can't go into some... Uh, Dan, no, the butcher can't go into a random school Oh, that didn't print entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. Oh, wow, that's so much more words. Okay. <clears throat> he says, Dan, no. The butcher can't go into a random school kid who gets bullied too much. Atrocitus said before that the red lanterns are specifically fueled by the rage of loss. You getting rusty from being gone so long? Hey, <laughs> it's good to have you back. Smiley face. Smileyer face. Okay. <laughs> so, Smiley face. Well, well, smileyer face. Because he has two. He did this regular smiley face, which is the colon and the little mouth thing, and then below it, he's got like the eyes and then the dash for the nose and then the capital D. So it's like a smiley face that's like with the mouth open. So it's like it's it's a smileyer face. Shut up. So what do you think about that? Is he right? I didn't actually hear you. Really? I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> Alright. There was an email about right. what you what you said. We just... Uh, I I read an email about you, and I paid attention to that. Because you were reading it. Yeah, alright. Well, look. My take on... Alright, he, he says... He said that the butcher can't jump into, say, a random bullied school child because you have to be, your rage has to be motivated by the pain of loss to be a Red Lantern. I I think, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know that it has to be, but I do, I do think that it has to be like a righteous rage. You can't just be like, you know, an, an insane, you know, killer. It has to be like a justified rage, and I, I think losing a loved one is probably the easiest way, you know, to to gain that kind of rage. But I don't necessarily think it's the only way. Yeah, and I don't know. I I still kind of stick by my guns with that whole like bull. I, I, seriously, we live in a world where you pick on a kid in school too many times, he comes to class and shoots up the place. Like you want to you want to tell me that. Someone, you want to tell me that someone like that, in the heat of the moment, in that situation, wouldn't attract a red ring, or the if an, if a rage entity is just like kind of in the area that it wouldn't turn its head and go, hmm. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Okay, well then, <laughs> all right. This one I think is at both of us. This is uh from Jay Nicolosi. Yeah, let 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 me. Yeah, I'll, I'll read this one. <laughs> Oh, that way you'll actually know what it says? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so... 
hopefully you, you can stop me if I'm reading a wrong one, but he, he writes, first of all, you guys still haven't done October's untold tales of blackest night. So no, you are not caught up. Um, this is the same email, right? Yeah, this is the right. It's also, we should say this has been, we got this at the beginning of February, like right before we put out that right. episode. So. Um, what, what happened was that episode, I think, was actually supposed to have Untold Tales of Blackest Night, and then we just ran out of time. No, you told me, like, beforehand, I don't want to do it. Uh, maybe I hadn't read it yet. <laughs> that's, that's very likely. But either way, I think originally we were planning on um, doing it and then being completely caught up, but yeah. Well, we got to it eventually. Uh, and then he continues to write... Second, Marv Wolfman, the guy who wrote Green Lantern, Plastic Man, Fucktarded Mess. He wrote and revolutionized New Teen Titans with George Perez, as well as a little thing called Crisis on Infinite Earths, also with Perez. George Perez did indeed work on the first ten or so issues of Brave and the Bold. Marv Wolfman did not. Mark Wade, who revolutionized The Flash for ten years in the 1990s, and did a little thing called Kingdom Come, as well as taking the reins from Grant Morrison on JLA did. I enjoy your guys' podcast every week since last spring, but come on. This wasn't cool. There's a huge difference between the two, and this was a Google search away. Otherwise, keep up the good work. So, you know, I, I have no idea why I was confusing the two. Well, I didn't notice it either. I think I went a lot... I don't know which of us said it first, but, like, whoever did, the other just went along with it, because it, it sounded right. Yeah, like, I completely confused the two on the, you know, Brave and the Bold series. Uh, I, I forgot that it was Mark Wade that wrote that. You know what I think it was? And I, I could be completely wrong on this, but I think, I don't think Mark Wade was originally supposed to be the writer on that. On Brave and the Bold? Yeah. Or, wait. I don't I feel know. like they changed that on us. And I, 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 per, I personally chalk it up to, you know what? We confused two writers with the same initials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. Marv Wolfman, yeah, I, I think I may have read, like, one or two issues of the, the new Teen Titans that he wrote. And obviously, you know, credit where credit is due, Crisis was amazing. But Green Lantern, Plastic Man, that had no business being printed. That, that that was just, you know, like, what, what it comes down to is we will buy just about anything, you know, that's Green Lantern-centric. Me more so. I mean, like, I would buy anything that you slap the Green Lantern title on. But then when you have things that you put out, like Collateral Damage or Green Lantern Plastic Man, like, it's, first off, it's diluting the brand, and second of all, it's basically telling me, it's like, okay, we're going to put out crap every once in a while. So be on your toes because, you know, if you buy everything, you're going to get stuck with a crap story like this. And and fortunately, like, I did not get stuck with Green Lantern and Plastic Man. Yeah. Well, that's just an inherent truth in general. I mean, you could buy nothing but the main comic book series, period. And eventually, you're going to end up buying a crap comic book. You mean, like, just as far as a bad issue in the series? Yeah, bad issue, crappy story arc, whatever, you know. It's, it's going to happen. Yes, I mean, it's possible, but... I mean, like, with the... With what we've seen in the past with Green Lantern, the main series have been overall pretty good. I know lately Green Lantern Corps has been suffering a bit, but but overall, like, you know, they're all stories that are contributing to the overall mythos of Green Lantern. Yeah, well, what about the what about that time that Green Lantern Corps just kinda paused and gave us that god awful Alpha Lantern story and then went back to what it was doing? It was not a good story, but I did not hate it. Mm. I get, it gave us a bit more characterization of the Alpha Lanterns, you know, in in Budica. So I mean, it's not like 
it didn't contribute anything to the overall larger mythos of Green Lantern. Whereas this, this is like completely off on its own and, you know, it's completely meaningless and it's a bad story. You know, it's not like, you know, oh, let's just tell a fun Green Lantern story that, you know, if you haven't been reading Green Lantern, you can get into. Like, okay, we'll tell a story that if you haven't been reading Green Lantern, you can get into. Or if you read Green Lantern, you know, 15 years ago when Marv Wolfman read Green Lantern, you know, and hasn't really changed since then, I guess, in Marv Wolfman's mind. And, you know, and now let's write a story which I guess he thought was fun, but really was just really bad. Listen, I, I have no no uh, hesitations as far as, you know, realizing that we're probably never going to get Marv Wolfman on the episode to, to interview him. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. You know, listen, he did some great things. Green Lantern Plastic Man was not it. And if he had done the first uh, set of issues on Raven the Bold, then I would have held that against him too. But now I have to hold that against uh, Mark Wade. I still say, that first story arc from Brave and the Bold, you should read it, like, in a chunk. It's not bad. <sighs> yeah, probably not going to happen. That's our emails. Um, wait, I have one more email. Oh, do you? Yes. Uh, comes from Scott Pike. I don't entirely know what this is about, but he writes, I saw their first production that wasn't completely accurate, but nevertheless a fun Green Lantern adventure. Now they have a new Green Lantern adventure called Sleepsers. Oh, Sleepers. Oh, yeah, I know what this is about. Spread the news so more people buy and they make more for us. Sincerely, Scott Pike. And after that, it says Green Lantern, Sleepers, Book One. A crisis in time and space threatens the future of Earth and the entire galaxy. Kyle Rayner, the current Green Lantern from Earth, must somehow find enough heroes from Earth's present and past to stop an alien threat to the continuity of space and time. Uh, approximate runtime, six hours. Release date, April 2011. Yeah, I did see this. This is, I must have forgot to print this out. This was a... Well, from what I could find, it was a a series of of uh, prose novels. Like, uh, three in total. Like, book one was kind of focusing on Kyle, book two was on Alan, and book three was on Hal. And, I mean, from the way he talks about it, it sounds like they did an audiobook version, but I couldn't find that anywhere. But, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've actually, I've seen at least the Kyle and the Hal one before, but I never picked them up, so... Might be something to watch out for. Yeah. Speaking of audiobooks, there is, um, uh, where are they? I think the company is Graphic Audio. They're the ones that do those, uh, audiobook readings of, uh, of, uh, things like 52 and Infinite Crisis and all that. Yep. They have one for Green Lantern. I think it's called Heroes Quest, which I was surprised to learn. I just recently learned that it's a Kyle Rayner story. Is that the one written by Danny O'Neill? Um, sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's yep, Daniel right Yeah. Now. Yeah, graphic yeah. audio, a movie in your mind. <laughs> um, Chad's been uh, telling me we have to read that for uh, the Elseworlds podcast. Oh, nice. So, at some point. Well, read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, now that I know there's an audio version. <laughs> <laughs> God. I, di- I didn't know there was a print version of this, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because I, th- I thought this was just an audiobook. I didn't know there was a print of it. I actually thought this was going to be like a Hal Jordan story just because of when it came out. Because I think it came out during uh, during the John's run sometime. Uh, some other uh, big news. Martin O'Dell was inducted into the Comic Book Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. So, that's very awesome. They have that? That's cool. <laughs> I, I guess so. Is it like a f- actual hall, like the Baseball Hall of Fame or something, or is it like... I don't really know. Hmm. What oh, a- oh, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Hey, Jason. How we doing? Jason's here. What have you guys been talking about? Uh, feedback, news, stuff like that. Fresh. Have we uh, talked about the new 
website? No. No. Okay. Well, thanks to James, our producer. We, you rock, James. Yes, we have a brand new website. We have, uh, we have our Twitter integrated into the page. Better contact information. That's, that was really good. <laughs> we actually have contact information on the, uh, the front page now. Uh, we have all the episodes organized, like, really nicely so that we have the Mosaic episodes alone. We have the Elseworlds episodes alone. Or you could just go to every episode altogether. Um, we actually have news on the website now, so you can, you know, go to the main website, click on the news, check that out. Uh, our gallery page, we, we had updated that already, so uh, that's definitely worth taking a look. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just the layout is so much nicer. Yeah, and it's still a work in progress. We still have some stuff to tweak and stuff to add, but it's definitely, it's really coming together nicely. Yes. And uh, Chad and uh, James now have bios on the About Us page. Very cool. I'm on there right now. <laughs> Although I think all of the the general oh. info stuff about the show still says it's done by two people. <laughs> what the... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Eventually we'll have to update the, the bio box. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps. I still haven't seen the trailer yet, uh, Emerald Knights. Yeah, we talked well, about that earlier. Well, the trailer trailer. Yeah. The one that's on our website now. I know, I was just looking at that. Uh, thank God we have James. Yeah, really. We don't yeah. know how to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to become a moderator for the, uh, the forums, but I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to get to Peter with that one. It's like, it's so exclusive, we don't know how we got it. <laughs> <laughs> really? What you call it, uh, with the, the Facebook page, like, you know, I would make everybody, you know, on the cast a, like, a moderator for the Facebook page. The only problem is, like, once you become a moderator, then every time you post, you're posting as the Lantern cast. So you yeah. have to, like, sign it, like, you know, from Dan or from Jim. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. That is so irritating. Really? Yeah. Down with Facebook. Yeah, why did you get rid of your Facebook, by the way? Yeah. We'll talk about that offline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. <laughs> you sell uh... one baby, Jesus. <laughs> Sinestro Corps and Emerald Knights? Yep. Well, oh. somehow. I'm, I'm thinking action scene at the beginning kind of thing, you know? Very cool. Hey, Dan, did you get the pictures I sent you? I did. At first, I'm like, well, this is a kind of brand. Well, when I got the first one, I'm like, this is really <laughs> r weird. Why did he send me this? But I'm like, oh, I see the button. <laughs> oh, yes. Actually, that's a very nice segue. Let's start talking about uh, Super Show. <laughs> is, that where, is that where you're going? Okay, so, Super Show, we're going to be there. Woo! And, actually, yeah, all of us, Chad will be there also. Is that for sure now? Oh, God, did I just, uh, lift the cat out of the bag? I don't, I don't actually know. I know that it was a high probability, but yeah. he was, uh... He has stuff with his car he has to deal with first. And... Right. Right. So, so I don't know if that's been uh, higher than ninety percent possible probability. Yeah. Yeah, I heard ninety five last last I heard. Oh, okay. Oh, screw it, let's round up. Chad's coming. <laughs> 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 Only a few more hearts, and uh, he'll, he'll be at a hundred percent. Right. Yes. <laughs> so one of the things that we will have there, Jason. Yes, sir. Is buttons. Correct. <laughs> and you sent Dan and I picture of one of the buttons earlier today i did what do you think of that dan i thought at first i la i laughed because it's uh do we want to tell them what's on them yeah absolutely <laughs> let's, let's let them uh, lie in suspense until uh until super show yeah i saw the i saw what was on the first that first button i'm like ah oh, jesus they put that on a button <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I'm still waiting from, uh, for something from you, Dan. To put yeah, on I know. Baseball. I was going to do that today, but 
didn't. I watched didn't? Star Trek instead. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Now we have quite a few ideas for buttons. There's going to be uh, an array of buttons, if you will, Oops. available for purchase. We we still didn't say what's actually on that button. No. We haven't. <laughs> Should we not tell them and make them go to the website to look at it? Is it going to be on the website? We well, no, I just I can take the picture. We can put it yeah. on the website. That, that works. No, let's not put it on the website, but tell them it's there so they'll go to our <laughs> website and spend a lot of time there. <laughs> It'll be hidden somewhere on the website. Right. Probably on the front page, though. Yeah, probably hidden right there. <laughs> You'll see, it, you'll see it and go, nah, that's not it. In fact, let's just throw out that first picture so they don't even know it's there for five minutes. Oh, right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like every button comes with a child that it's attached to. That's why I got kicked off of Facebook, shush. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, so uh, if anybody is going to Super Show, uh, right now if you go on the forums and uh, actually go up to the main forums... There's a sub-forum for Super Show. Um, and that was probably, like, the most confusing way I could possibly say that. Absolutely. Let me, let me, let, let me tell them where Jesus. it is. When you, when you go, just go to vcomicforums.com slash forums to slash. You'll get this big old giant list of, like, infinity billion forums. The very top one says Comic Geek Speak. And... Right below that, there's just there's this little list that says CGS Super Show 2011, CGS Spinoff, Forum, Comic Book News, whatever. Just click on Super Show 2011, and you're in the Super Show Forum. Yeah. So once you get there, by following Dan's much better advice, <laughs> you will see like a ton of stuff that's going on in Super Show and people talking about it. And the two that the two topics that I want to direct everybody to is Dan's commission list and my commission list. Well, wow, I'm kind of left out, aren't I? Do you have a commission list? I don't, but I guess I could do a button list. You have a <laughs> you have a list where people just tell you to drive them places. <laughs> That's true. You do have the the chauffeur light list. Yes. Which gets less light every week. I know, right? <laughs> you're you're gonna have to put a cap on this at some point. Oh no, I think it's capped. All right. I'm pretty sure it's capped. Probably gonna, we should probably tell people. And Jeff, like, what are you doing? Because you have a you have a very specific theme for your your whole deal. Yes. Okay. So since my my ability to draw like characters and people is uh, it's not that great. I can do it, but it doesn't come out that great. So I figured, okay, well, what I can do is, like, technical drawing. Um, and I'm pretty good at, you know, conceptualizing different things. So my commission list is, if you have a character, you take any character, um, you know, or, you know, theme or something like that, and I will turn it into a lantern-style power battery. Which I've seen your stuff is very good looking. Very cool. Thanks. Especially like the Invincible. Yeah, that one's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like um, I started off with like a Captain America. The I, I did a thing in a Mysterio, and those are those are okay. But uh, then I did the Invincible for James, and I just did a Spider Man for uh, Bill on the forums. Bill ETM, I think. And yeah, it's it's cool. It's very challenging. And it's a lot of fun. Oh so, no, that's cool. I haven't seen that one yet. I have uh, I have another one that's currently in the design stages, but uh, that should be up very soon. Yeah, you can go to the forums, uh, go to that thread, and you can check out some of my examples and ones I've done so far. And Dan, you are doing commissions also. Yeah, I'm doing it's like nine by twelve Bristol with prism and marker color. Uh, basically, any just whatever. <laughs> it's like one character, more than one character full body, just a bus, what, like, whatever. Like, I put up examples, like, I've done for people in the past, like a steampunk version of the of uh, the Jack Knight Starman, um, like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Crypto the Superdog. Yeah. I, I, actually, I should have put up this one as one of the examples, but somebody somebody for the last Super Show emailed me and said, all right, <clears throat> K 
can you... I forget exactly what he said, but he wanted, like, like one of the X-Men in the bathroom or something like that. So I just drew Colossus just, like, sitting on the toilet reading some comics or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so much... It was, it was a lot of fun. I'll put, the, I'll put that in the thread for this episode. It was great. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, the two commissions that Andrew Charfar has done for me? Oh, you're, you're uh, Batman? Sin- yeah, Sinestro Batman. Yes. And Arkillo. Yes. By the way, I'm almost done with your Arkillo for me. Sweet. <laughs> oh, Jim, I got one for you that you can do that okay. I will be more than happy to pay for. Sinestro Core Batman. As a battery. (laughs) As a battery, yes. Okay. Okay, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, you know, I actually thought about that. (laughs) Good deal. You're a a liar. (laughs) No, like, like seriously, like it's too funny because when I started coming up with them, like I started just conceptualizing like a few different examples. Um, Captain America was the first. But then I started thinking about Spider-Man, and, well, I'm not going to say the other one that I was thinking of, because I got a request for it, but, uh, like, I was thinking about Galactus, because I think if I do a Galactus one, it's going to have a very tiny companion battery right next to it. Aww. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then I'm like, I wonder what a Batman Sinestro battery would look like, because, Jay, you know, Jason gets all these, you know, other commissions, and you have to see them. If you go into any of the other commission threads, Galactus's battery should just be like the Earth with a handle taped. To it. <laughs> God, yeah. So, so if you want, if you want a, a custom design battery for any character in the world, hit up Jim. You want like a cartoony, adorable looking commission of a character. Come to me if you want somebody to drive you to your house. <laughs> don't, don't don't bother Jason. <laughs> if you want somebody to drive you to Super Show to pick up the commissions from me and Dan, <laughs> um, basically. Or if you want an image on a button, contact you, me. You should definitely open up a thread like that. I will. I am because now that I I finally got because I bought the button machine and all the stuff to make it and everything, and I was lacking one very important piece of. Uh, of information and and software, which was the um, the actual templates to make the buttons. That was a little challenging without it, so I ordered that, and it's much easier now. <laughs> now I gotta think of buttons to make. Right now, I'm sitting at my computer, and I have all of my Blackest Night action figures are all displayed properly now. <laughs> In their package, of course. In their package, but but as oh. It, that's, that episode's lost, isn't it? The the one where I opened up. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it Batman. is. The first episode, 83. <laughs> oh, man. Live, it went live. That was funny. Um, well, wait, was that, was that part of the, the Super Show discussion from beforehand? I don't recall. Because if it was part of the discussion, then it may be still saved. I think it was when Dan first got on, wasn't it? Maybe. I don't know. I think it was, because I opened it up. My only Sinestro Core Batman, I opened it up. We may still have that. <laughs> that, may, that may be lost lost information that we may find again someday. Nice. But I have uh, all the Black Lanterns together, and then I go throughout the spectrum with the, the way they're displayed. And then I have all the exclusives together. And then I have a little area with... Um, my Sinestro Corps members out of the package. Um, All posed and well, ready. Well, Jason, it makes me very jealous to hear that. But it also brings me pleasure to give out this next little piece of information. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got the shipping information, and uh, on Wednesday, guess what will be arriving at my door? Oh, no. Really? Oh. Finally. Oh, you suck ass. (laughs) The Sinestro core battery. You suck ass. I don't believe it. I don't, you know what, until it's in your hands, like, even when you open the box, until you can, like, 
physically remove it and check that it's real and not made of like like tissue paper suspended by wires or something. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Like right now, I actually have a uh, an app on my phone that allows me to track where the the package is. Is it making a detour to Las Vegas? Right now, it is in Parsippany, New Jersey. <laughs> that's where Son my comment. That's where my DCBS box is right now. Really? Aw, our our boxes are fun. <laughs> They're hanging out with each other. What's that sound? I think it's Jason starring his car to drive <laughs> <and> intercept it. <laughs> uh, what you call it? So. It wasn't. It wasn't as easy as just waiting for my, you know, my information. Um, I found out that the battery came out on Wednesday, and I know from past experience that when DCBS, you know, is about to ship out a package, you usually get the shipping information on Tuesday. So, you know, after Wednesday, like you know, and I hadn't gotten anything, you know, I started to get a little worried. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like. They should definitely have my battery. How come they haven't shipped it? I go into the the you know the information in my logon, and they do have it, but it has not been shipped. So I start emailing them. I'm like, you know, I'm like, what uh, what's up, guys? How come you haven't shipped it out? Wasn't it uh, President's Day weekend or something? No, that that didn't have any effect on it. What had happened was really? there's one other thing that they're waiting on to send to me which is a pack of cards from Top Cow for the Artifacts comic series. Oh, your card enthusiasm bites you in the ass again. You know, like, seriously, like, when they first announced this card series, I thought it sounded neat, <laughs> but I thought that it would be coming with the comic. Yeah, this is, like, the second or third time these cards have messed you up. I, I like... Yeah, like, like seriously, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. They messed me up the last time. And I had issues with DCBS because of it. And now, again, they were going to wait, you know, to to send it out. So they're like, you know, you only have one shipment left. Do you want to tack on another, you know, six and change to ship the battery early? So... Oh, yes. <laughs> now, this was... I think this was Thursday when I finally got them to... When they finally wrote back. And, uh... I was thinking, it's like, oh, God, it's like, it's Thursday, I'm tired, I don't want to go to the comic book store, because, like, the one that's on the way home usually sells out of everything on Wednesday. They're really shitty. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, I'd have to drive out of my way to go to the good one. I'm like, I'm like, I'll tell you what, DCBS, you can add that shipping on, but here's a list of comics that that I want you to add on also, so... It's pretty awesome. I ended up like saving like six bucks on all the comics I was gonna buy. Nice. Is that including the extra shipping? Yeah, including the shipping. I still made out six dollars better than had I gone to the comic book store. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome. I, I you know like I've had issues with DCBS, but really like the the discounts that they offer for their comics is insane. Yeah, it's not even. Not even throwing in there how much you saved on the battery. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, God, yeah. Like, once I get the yellow one, you know, once I have it in hand and I can inspect it and make sure that, you know, DCBS does a good job at shipping out batteries, then I'm probably going to order the red one. How about you, Jason? You going to order the red one? No. <laughs> well, why should he order his own when it's easier to beat you up and take it? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I want the yellow one pretty badly, but I, I missed out on the DCPS offer when it first went through, so yeah. it's well, a, quite a bit, a uh, couple pretty pennies. You you should, you know, probably email them just to see if you could get it. Right. Um, it's not a bad idea. Because, like, with, the, with the, the rings, the light-up rings, which I still have to mail out. Um, Good job. Yeah, yeah, no, I... Drop the ball on that one. But uh, anyway, like, I emailed them, like, less than a month before they came out, and they were still able to, get, you know, get them for me. So, <laughs> if you had emailed them soon enough, they might have taken Jim's out of his box and sent them to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, definitely worth a shot. 
you save a ton of money through DCBS. Oh, yeah. Speaking of toys. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't you say you want to talk about toys or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the DC Direct stuff that was uh, shown at uh, Toy Fair. Toy Fair hit big this year. Oh, for, definitely for Green Lantern fans. Maybe that's the reason I'm aware of it. <laughs> you guys hear about uh, the Dwayne McDuffie thing? Oh, yeah. In passing. Yeah. That is so sad. I know. I did a whole, like, the last five minutes of, uh, of, uh, of, um... Mosaic. Mosaic 8. I dedicated to that, just because, I don't know, it seemed appropriate, considering yeah. what he did with his career and what, um, that particular issue ended up being about, so... Oh, that's pretty slick. I was looking at the, uh, wow, how fucking rude of me. No. The somber moment. We're all talking about that. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> a, but you could have been talking about it. It was very cool that he dedicated the last few minutes. It was very cool, Dan. That was awesome. Yeah. You James, can you edit that to where I sound like I'm not a fucking douchebag? <laughs> oh. Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> oh. I was looking at the Hal Jordan that's blue and green. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm almost surprised that I don't know why I'm surprised, but I'm almost, I'm kind of I'm let me try that sentence again. I'm almost kind of surprised that that uh, there was DC Direct stuff, like non-movie DC Direct stuff, making it like coming out from Toy Fair. Like I expected it to almost I to almost be all movie stuff basically. I, yeah, I guess I I expected predominantly movie stuff, but uh, I, w- I was definitely expecting some DC Direct stuff, too. I mean, they'd be stupid not to try and capitalize on it. That's true. I mean, hell, that's why the Emerald Knights DVD is happening within a week of the damn movie. So. Yeah. Now, is that supposed to tie in, it says? I don't think... I, mm. Not really. Uh, looking on... Hold on. Looking on our website says, check out the trailer for the upcoming animated DVD to tie in with the Green Lantern film. Well, I, I think that's, like, as far as tying in in the, in the fact that there's going to be a movie, and then there's also going to be an animated movie. Okay. Tying it together, and Green Lantern, and the media, blah, blah, blah. Plus, we are it's... a very unreliable source of information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. You... I... You should have read the email. Apparently, we don't even know who writes what. <laughs> There's going to be a Red Lantern guy. I did see that. Uh, Worth Blue Lantern, Ceramic Natu, um, Green Lantern guy. Yeah, regular Green Lantern guy Gardner. But that's interesting because when was the last time we got a guy? Was it for, with the original Green Lantern series? There was. There's one, I think it might have been. Like, it was def- It was based on Van Skyver's art. Wait a second, wait a second. Jason, was there a Blackest Night Guy Gardner? No, there was not, actually. I have uh, all the Earth Green Lanterns except for Guy Gardner. They did not make a Guy Gardner. Okay, <laughs> then it makes sense. <laughs> I have, um, I don't know when it was from. It was, it was, um, it was back, like, way before the Johns run. Where, like, every now and then DC Direct would just kind of do a random Green Lantern figure. Like, I have that guy Gardner. Yeah. With, like, bowl cut and all. And I got that figure just because I love his design. It, like, stood out. Like, it was so unique among, like, all the other Green Lantern costumes and whatever. And I loved how the figure looks. Actually, it's over there on my dresser right now. Should really dust that. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm tempted. Because now there's... <clears throat> Excuse me. The Red Lantern Guy Gardener, which comes with a construct chainsaw. <laughs> How awesome is that? Yeah. It's like it's he looks awesome, and so does the normal version of him. And it's like it's like it's they're almost meant to be displayed next to each other. It's like it's like I almost want to get this pair of them. You know. I finally found the uh, thread. Yeah. Uh, according to this thread, you got, like I said, the Red Lantern guy Gardner. You have um, what's what's that furry Wolfman 
Is that uh, Ar- Arcus? Ar- Arcus? Arcus. Okay. <laughs> Arcus, um, right next to them, you got a uh, completely blanking on the name. The robot Green Lantern. Stell? Yeah, Stell. Forgot Stell. Yeah. Yeah, that guy Gardner's badass. Yeah. The Stell, the Stell I don't think looks that great. The, the green and blue Hal Jordan is like, I think that's part of a box set. Is it? Really? Yeah, I think that's the box set that comes with Black Lantern, Blue Beetle, um, and Star Sapphire Fatality, and I don't know, the other person in that group. Like, a box set from DC Direct. Like, how many, how, <laughs> which side of $100 will that be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually it's only like 50, 60 bucks. Oh, only 50, okay. <laughs> yeah. I got the, the the last like four figure box set from DC Direct on Green Lanterns had uh, let's see Hal Jordan, uh, Tomar Ray, and I want to say two Manhunters, hmm. like one battle damaged or a Manhunter and somebody else. I don't have it in front of me, but like what was awesome about that is like it was probably like fifty bucks, maybe sixty bucks at the most. But it was also half price because I got it at a convention. So. Cool. Affordable. God, I remember like years ago, I, I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I still have it anymore, but like at the, at the time, like I just wish DC Direct would do as many alien Green Lanterns as possible just because I like them so much more than Hal Jordan or whatever. So I'm like... <clears throat> Like, I had a Kilowog for a while, because I snatched that up, I'm like, <gasps> Alien Green Lantern, he's bigger than everybody else, oh my god. I'm pretty sure I had a Tomar Ray, but I don't know what happened to him. And then, <laughs> that was it, those were the only ones they made for a long time, until, like, they eventually came around and made a Salak, which I never ended up getting. But now, <laughs> now they've got, like, like half the figures they make are these awesome aliens, I'm like, oh my god, my, if only, if only that spark happened like a little later or this these rolled out a little earlier yeah. the salak is an awesome figure yeah i haven't seen that one yeah i don't have it but the coloring on it is like it's so vibrant it's just a really good looking figure dan do you plan on getting worth i honestly don't know like he's he is larger than the regular human looking people which is good mm-hmm. i don't know how comparable he would be to the to uh, any of the kilowogs um, it kind of bothers me that his eyes are all blued out and they don't have, like, pupils or anything. Cause he's supposed to look kind of friendly, you know? Do <laughs> you think maybe it's just the Flash? Mm, I, I don't know. It looks like a paint job. Mm. You could just custom paint him. Oh, yeah. I'll, that'll happen. Make him a Red Lantern. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Half blue, half red. Give him guys a chainsaw. <laughs> Make, make him half violet. Just make the whole thing awkward. <laughs> I still... The upper part. <laughs> I still... No, the bottom part. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wait, really... no, the upper part works better. Never mind, you're right. <laughs> wow. The elephant's trunk. <laughs> I still really want them to make, like, a wharf plushie or something. Like, can you, can you, like, can you imagine, like, like a fat stuffed animal based on this guy? No. Yes, you can! <laughs> you just have no soul or laughter on the inside. Oh, that may be true. Yeah. Speaking of which, is this a good ceramic Natu figure? No. No? <laughs> Why Not no? really. Why I no? mean, like, it's, it's, a, it's a good-looking female figure, but it doesn't really look like ceramic too well. That's my opinion. All right. right. So now I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to purchase these or not. Because I'm thinking maybe just get the guy and the wharf and then the howl. But if that's a box set, then I have to get the box set. But then that means I'm so close to getting all the other ones. And... <laughs> well, you have to get Red Lantern Guy because that's, te- that's technically a, a Blackest Night character. I know. Well, then so is the Black Lantern Blue Beetle. Right. Mm, that's true. I have a, I have a, they've made a shit ton of Black Lanterns. Yeah. 
If you count Terra and Scar as separate, there's 15 that they made from the Blackest Night line. Okay, guys, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Ford Ford, and uh, we're signing off the Lantern Cast. See us on uh, LanternCast.com for all the information. Find it there. You should all know by now because you know he's been doing this for years. <laughs> Night, everybody. <laughs> all right, let's. let's uh, I guess that's see. it. All right. Uh, LanternCast at gmail.com. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, any of our names at lanterncast.com. I, th- I think she gave all the pertinent information. I'm happy yep. with that. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the website, voicemail, forums, uh, <laughs> Facebook, whatever. Now you're just dragging it out. Uh, <laughs> listen to another episode for the other information. <laughs> See, that's good. That's how you get them coming back next week. Yeah. Yep. And, uh,. Okay, guys, congratulations to 100 more episodes of other things. Yay. Hooray. Good night. Good day. Oh. Buenos noches. Yeah, nachos. Good night. <laughs>